Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Dear Niall, wondering if you could maybe talk to me about price gouging with the announcement of the Taylor Swift shows on your show. We booked a room in a really nice hotel for Dublin for June 29th next year through booking.com for my husband's birthday. We always go away for a couple of days when his birthday comes up. We booked before the announcement of the Swift concerts and had a choice of rooms on the website. I got a notification today to say our room has been cancelled due to overbooking. I have no doubt their own room was sold for an extortionate price. I'm absolutely disgusted. It's not the fact of where it is. I will book somewhere else for us to go. It's the principle of it. I'm certain that this has happened with big events before and it shouldn't be allowed to happen. I've sent them a strongly worded email and doubt I will hear back from them. Has this ever happened to anybody else? How, as a country, do we stop this from happening? I've seen hotel rooms going for 500 for one night. I, for one, am done with it. Something needs to be done. Okay, first things first. Booking.com. Now, remember, of course, booking.com block buy from hotels. So at the start of the year, they agree with a hotel to block buy a bunch of rooms. Now, during a busy season, that can become overbooked. Airlines do the same things. Uh, when you look at some of the uh, agencies that you book through online, you know, Love Holidays and all those other ones, they, of course, book through the airline and they get a commission for selling, of course, the flights. Again, they can be overbooked. And the overbooking is taken into consideration that many people will cancel because some people cancel their flights because they might be sick. They might cancel their hotel stays because they might be sick or somebody might die. So it takes that into consideration. So they do allow a certain amount of overbooking. If everybody turned up for a busy flight say one of the busy flights in the middle of the summer, say to Orlando, which would be a busy flight, or to London, a busy flight. If everybody actually turned up, the flight would be overbooked in most cases. And sometimes what they'll do is they'll pay a customer and they'll say, sorry, flight's overbooked. We'll give you money to stay here to the next flight. And it's quite lucrative, actually. You can actually make quite a substantial amount of money out of it. They all do it. Uh, and hotels don't do that. They don't offer you money in return for cancelling your booking. But anyway, here's the argument. I see Tracy's point, the girl who wrote the, the email to us, absolutely. And it's horrible and it's really wrong and everything else. And I think in this case, as she'd already booked a room, her booking should have been honoured. But is it fair for hotels to up their prices if an event is on? As I said, airlines do it when the school holidays are on. You know, flights are more expensive. We accept that. We all know that. That's why people take their kids off school to go on holidays. Why do we hold hotels to a different standard? It isn't as if the locals suffer when Taylor comes to town or comes to Dublin. They all make serious money, of course. The hotels make serious money. The economy makes money. The local shops make money. The local restaurants make money. The local bars make money. It's great for the economy. There's no doubt about it. Plus, hotels have a hard time, have had a hard time over the last few years. So maybe this is their time, I suppose, to make a bit of money back. I am not excusing the greed, by the way. Maybe you think they're just being greedy and making it impossible for us to actually holiday in our own country. And then you've also got the problem that a large percentage of hotels at the moment, I think in one particular area, I think in Dublin alone, 40% of hotels are used up at the moment for accommodation for refugees. That's a big problem. So we've, just, we, we've already reduced the stock of rooms available. Now, I wouldn't dream of booking a weekend in a hotel here for a bank holiday because it's too expensive. There's not a chance in the world. And I'm sorry, Discover Ireland, if you're listening, uh, or whatever it is, you know, I wouldn't do it because it's too expensive. You could go to Portugal, you could go to Spain, and maybe you like Ireland and you'd like to go to Ireland and it's just beautiful parts of Ireland, and but maybe go another time. But I wouldn't do it because I believe it's completely overpriced. We are being warned it could affect tourism and it'll get a bad name because, of course, hoteling in Ireland is expensive. But what do you think? Is it fair enough when hotels put their prices up when a big event comes to town? The classic example, of course, was the Garth Brooks week. Every hotel in Dublin was booked out. If there was a room available, we remember, I remember covering the story. There was a guy who had a room in his house near the city centre. And he was looking for, like, I don't know, 800 quid for a night or something. For a bunk bed. That's how bad things got. But that's called the laws of supply and demand. 87 The question is... Do you blame hotels for doing it? Or are they right to make hay while the sun shines? 87 188 Give me your experiences. Angela, um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Long time no here. I know. How deep haven't talked in hours. Yeah. But, so, uh, <laughs> Angela, in relation to the... Is it okay? Because, 
look, no. When, when, well, when, well, hang on. When it comes to, say, November or May, for example, hotels are charging low prices, less than their rate card, and they're probably not making any money and just covering their costs. So, and probably half empty. So they're losing money in a lot of cases. And then when the, Haitian, when the sun shines and, you know, there's a gig on in town or it's holiday season, they overcharge. That's how it works, isn't it? Is it, yeah, that's how it works. But what's annoying is I know somebody who actually got a, an email to say that the room was double booked. Mm-hmm. That's common. Right? It's common. It's common. Yeah, sorry, the room was double booked there, so we need to cancel your booking. But yet you go on and you can book it again for treble the price. Yeah, see what's happened there like, is they probably oh, booked it to uh-huh. an outside agency and got a cheap price on it. No, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Booked it on booking.com. The second that it was announced, straight on, book a hotel, done. Next suddenly, no, sorry, that room was double booked. And next, it's treble the price. Okay, well, let me explain how it works. So booking.com or any of the other booking companies will block by, say, 10 rooms in that hotel for the whole year, right? And they'll cut their losses on it. If they don't sell it, they this is as far as how it works, right? So that, because they've double booked it, right, it doesn't mean the hotel is full. It just means their block is full. Now, they might cancel you. You could ring up the hotel and the hotel will have rooms available. But they're available at full price, not at the price you got them on booking.com for. That doesn't mean there's anything dodgy going on. That's just the way that business model works. That's extremely dodgy. Come on. It's it's not that there's a dodgy deal going on. That's just the way the business model works. A hotel decides... We're going to give 20% of our rooms to Booking.com or to whatever, whatever company it is, to book out those rooms for us. And whether Booking.com booked them or not, the hotel get paid. So that's the way. Uh, so well, that, I, and that, 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 that's a great thing for the hotel during a bad time. But it's not during a bad time now, Niall. It's not. This I know, I know. Thing. Yeah, and I'm not even talking about the summer. I am talking right now in Ireland all year round, it is bloody expensive. Oh, it is. To book a hotel. No, look, I'm not, I'm not taking away from the fact that Ireland, currently at the moment, when it comes to, you know, going on weekend breaks and what have you, generally speaking, for nice hotels, it's a rip-off. It's, it's, but not even that. Not even that. You can get deals if you look around, but, but generally speaking, it's you overpriced. Overpriced. You look around. Yeah. But they're still expensive because people know that rooms but, but, but Ireland is no different to London or Paris or Manhattan or because I was thinking of going away to London there was it last year for a gig and the, the price of the hotel was like 10 times the price of the tickets for the gig for one night. It wasn't worth it. It just wasn't worth it for the one night. It just wasn't worth it. So what I'm saying to you is that Ireland is no, or Dublin is no, for example, Dublin in particular, is no different to London or Paris or any other country. Have you ever gone to Paris? You pay a lot of money and the hotels aren't even nice. Most of them are small. Yeah, but, but the thing is, you, you expect that when you go away. You're going away. You're traveling abroad. At least you're getting away somewhere. But, that, but, but, that, but the, hotel, the hotel doesn't know where you're from. <laughs> no, you you know what I mean? When, it, it just annoys me when there's concerts, when there's matches or anything on, the second they're announced, you need to book within five minutes or those prices are gone up. And it's it's horrible. They're, they're, it's absolutely sickening that people want to spend money to go enjoy themselves. You know, like, what was it, was it Taylor Swift? I wouldn't walk across I'm the road to see Taylor now. Swift with the greatest respect, but however, yeah. No, neither would I, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, but the last um, time she played in Crow Park, I'm pretty sure, going back a few years ago, three or four years ago, when she played in Crow Park the last time, I'm pretty sure the hotels, any hotel in Dublin was overbooked and, you know, you probably paid 500 quid a room. Yeah, well, I know that some woman actually wrote, this was in the paper, actually wrote to Taylor Swift saying that her daughter's death was going to be on her hands because she was only playing a limited amount of gigs in Australia and that her daughter was close to suicide because she couldn't get the ticket. Right. Do you know, that, that's the kind of thing you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, but do you know what I would do if I was everyone out there and really wanted to go, right? What I would do is wait till that day. And get wait a cancel- till that And get day. a cancellation. 
get a cancellation. And what happens if you don't get a cancellation? You're sleeping in the car. You sleep in the car. Are you? I wouldn't pay it. No, no, I, no, I, no, personally speaking, I, out of principle, I wouldn't pay it either. I, there's not a chance I'm paying, you know, six or seven hundred quid for a hotel room that I'd normally get for 150. There's not a chance. I, would ju- I couldn't not, justify that. Not a hope in hell. And I, I'll give you the same ways, there's not a chance that I'm going to book, you know, a holiday, you know, at peak time, you know, when I know I might be able to get it cheaper by waiting a month no. or whatever. You know, so why do it? That, that's it. You don't, you, you Unless don't you get a do deal. it. And I'm the same now. Next year, for my 50th, myself and my best friends have decided we're going to Barbados, right? Going yeah. to Barbados. Oh, to I'm going to Barbados. To Barbados. Oh. <laughs> In the tropical but, sunshine. Um, but I've been there. But what we're actually doing <laughs> is getting an don't, apartment. Don't go to Jamaica, by the way. Don't go to Jamaica. No, no, no. No, we've been to Barbados. Yeah. So, um, well, she got married there and I honeymooned there and the two of us are going back without her husband. Okay. Um, she's still married, happily. Look at you. But um, yeah. the thing is, it is for us, now we can book this now, right? For us, for two weeks in Barbados, for a two-bedroom apartment, is €1,700 Euro between us. Yeah. Plus the flights. Yeah. Like, that would be three nights in a hotel. Oh, I know, here. I know. I, remember, I told you th- this situation I had last year. You know, for one gig, I wanted to go and see somebody, right? Myself and Karen. Yeah, and for one for one night in London was like, for the two of us, it was like, it was working out a thousand quid just for the one night, right? That's not including the flights, right? The flights, because it was a particular bank holiday weekend, were another 300 quid each. It was like about 16 or 1,700 quid. I could go to yeah. Portugal for the week for that money. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, ridiculous. My, Why would I want to do that? My niece is doing that. She's going, I think it's Copenhagen. I think she's going tomorrow to see Coldplay or something. Because it's cheaper for them to fly to Copenhagen and stay in Copenhagen and watch. I think it's Coldplay. Do you know what I mean? Then, then stay around here and look at it. Yeah. So what? Like, listen. We all know people are going to book them. We all know that you know hotels are going to be booked out. But it's not fair on your normal Joe Soap, who could be a bigger fan than anyone else, and just can't do it. Okay, well, stay there. Let me go to David. David, how you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic Against Radio. How you doing, David? Hi, Lyle. Lovely speaking to you again. Good speaking to you too. David, you know, is it, as Angela says, a complete and utter rip-off and disgraceful, or is that just business as business? It's, it, well, I would suggest people look around for other alternatives. Um, or even if there's, if you're regularly, say, regularly going up to Dublin to watch gigs and stuff, um, um, you, you find, you sort out some alternative arrangements for you and your family and friends to stay. You know, are there any um, static caravan sites near Dublin? Yeah. Um, are there, uh, you know, could you go down to um, um, uh, the, the, one of the yachts and, and, and contact and stay, stay on a yacht? Yeah. Um, probably good for that price. Yeah. Right? You probably could for the price they're charging for hotels. You could probably buy the yacht. Yeah, <laughs> if you, if you um, chartered a, a yacht, in um, uh, down at um, uh, oh. down at the Royal Southern or something. Or the, yeah, the, the, in Sutton uh, there, a hotel or whatever. Yeah, Dunleary. Yeah, Dunleary. Down in Dunleary, you go down yeah, down there. Mm. Um, you can probably do that on on the train from the from the O2 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and um, but is it is it fair? Know. But that's still not addressing the issue. And I completely agree with you. That's a good idea. But is it? And you've just given loads of people a good idea. So from tomorrow now, all the yachts in Dunleary will be all rented out. For- <laughs> For the 29th next year. Okay, so Dave, and you've just done a huge service for them. But David, is it fair well, that no, hotels... that alcohol and, alcohol and boats don't mix. Yeah, absolutely. And always bring a mobile phone with you just in case. But but David, is it fair that hotels, you know, quadruple the price? I mean, they go from standard rate of 150 to like six or 700. They only do it, they only do it because they can get away with it. Because they can. If people, to, yeah. if people pay it, they'll do it. If you don't, you know, if 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 um if you've got a, a, a shop full of t-shirts and they're at fifty euros and nobody's buying them, you have to drop your price. Mm. And hotels and they're the same. Now, if if um the the people of Ireland popped on to what's going on with the with the gigs at the O2, and they started sorting out alternative. The only reason is because the, 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 the number of hotel rooms in, in 
say, Dublin, are so limited. Accommodation in... Even in more limited zone. now, of course, because a lot of the accommodation is being yeah, used up. Yeah, because we've got all these illegals in here. Yeah, yeah, they shouldn't be letting them in for a start. Well, so a lot of them, not all of them. Some of them are genuine, Bukun, yeah, I get you. Well, you, uh, you see, well, I, I've got a different opinion on, on okay. the Ukraine thing. But I, I personally think that what they should have done okay. is... A whole other debate, homes. whole other debate, another day, Davis. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, let's leave that one. But um, yeah, my, my view is that if if uh, if the good people of Ireland um, sorted out, there must be static caravan sites around. Mm. Certainly through the winter period, which will be op- uh, empty. Um, yeah, Angela, and, stay in a caravan and, or a yacht, Angela. There you go. There's your answer. But you know, I've just looked up actually. Airbnb have plenty of them up there for two hundred and fifty a night. Yeah, but they, yeah, but watch, watch what happens in a month's time. They'll be gone up too. But the, if they were going to yeah. up, they'd be gone up now. Book it now. Yeah, or will you book a room in someone's gaff? Yeah, but that's what I would do. Now, luckily, my sister has a camper van, but um, so you know. Yeah. But. Um, mm. Yeah, just make sure yeah, but, but the point, yeah, but the point David is making is if the business is there and people are willing to pay it, well, hotels will charge it. That's, isn't, that the, is that, see, isn't that the laws of supply and demand? It's basic it stuff. It, come here. That's for everything. That is, I know it's business. But when it's someone like Taylor Swift and you know it's I'm, all the personally can't understand going, why people want to go and see Taylor Swift anyway in the yeah, first place. I but, don't either. I think well, she has yeah, a lot of her songs are the same for Yeah, they do. They all, they all sound the same. <laughs> I think she's a long streak of misery. That's all she is like. Yeah, all yeah. she thinks about is her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gets rid of all our pain to her music. Yeah, I know, yeah. 50 you know, years ago, the Beatles did Let It Be, and Taylor Swift has been reproducing that chord progression ever since. Yeah. Oh, you've just <laughs> mentioned the Beatles. That's got me, that's got me all wuzzy, because I love the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, when it's kids, it's yeah. kids, yeah. it's going to be a lot of teenagers and kids. Yep. Yeah. And you're just like, you're, you're pricing people out of it, like. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, it's, just, it's not fair. I think that what should be done is, if it's something like that, 30%. There you go. You're legally allowed to raise your room 30%. By the way, Sinead's the feminist. She's a gas woman. She texts. She tells me every night she's never going to listen to the show again, but yet texts in every single night. She said, <laughs> Taylor Swift is a genius. This show should be struck off the air. <laughs> Sinead, who would you text then? You'd have no one to text. Sinead, the fan. Ta- if ta- Taylor Swift is far from a genius. No, they spoke about feminist in sailing years ago when they, they called it man overboard. Yeah. How can a woman fall out of the galley? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's not text hell, text, or let's tell sexist jokes. Sinead will go mad. <laughs> she'll, she'll have a conniption, for God's sake. Taylor Swift is as far from a genius as you could find. She's a clever marketing woman, but probably has people working for her, by the way, to making all the marketing decisions. Uh, she's just your average singer. She's an overrated singer. Anyway, she's she, she just, uh, just a really good marketing team. You know? That's it. That's what I just said. She's a good PR and a, P- and a yeah. good marketing and by, by the way, I'm not, I'm not begrudging her the, the you know the success. Fair play to her, but she's shite. <laughs> no, but come here. I always said that as well, Niall, about Edward. If somebody paid me a couple of million to prance around with a stupid hairstyle, I'd do it as well, and I'd take every penny. I think I'd draw the line at being Jedward, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? No matter how many millions were being paid. I don't know. I can't imagine prancing around with Jed or Jod, whatever his name is, Ed or Jed. Well, let's stay there, both of you. Let me go to Catherine. Catherine, how are you doing? Hi, you, Knight. How are you doing? Good. Catherine, you think it's disgraceful? I don't think anybody's going to disagree. <laughs> no, I don't think yeah, anyone really it is disgraceful. It is disgraceful. No, I, but I, I think I think it's very greedy. Listen, we're doing the hotels now, and I know this is back to asylum seekers. Where are they taking them in and getting so much money? Or where they? I, I yeah. don't know the name of the hotels. Yeah, well, the hotels get paid by the Department of Justice. I don't know how much they get. Two fifty to four hundred depends on the hotel. I don't know how much they get. I don't know it's a flat rate. I haven't a clue, but it's expensive. Yeah. It's not that night. I mean, people are travelling from far and wide to see her. Yeah. You know, and, and then to pay that, that amount of money. Yeah. I think it's definitely... You know, I, I'm not... 
a Taylor Swift fan. You know, do you not know any Taylor Swift no songs way. you can sing for us or something now? No. No. I can sing enough. I can sing the script out right. Okay. Oh, right. Oh, your man died there recently from the script. God bless him. Yeah. Yeah. They're my favourite now. Yeah. And I'm 76 and I love, love the script. So you, would you, you it's okay, would that. you go and, would you go and, or you did went to see the script in Grow Park, did you? No, the O2. Oh, in the O2. Okay. But you live in Dublin, yeah. so you didn't have to pay for a hotel. I live in Ballyfermot, not Hi. Cherry Orchard. Ballyfermot. Oh, oh you're, you're a pains to tell me it's not Cherry Orchard there, you're just in case I thought it might have been. <laughs> Ballyfermot is not Cherry Orchard. No, I'm just saying, there's good people. Uh, Chris, in, there's good people. In, yeah, I know. I know. It's all right. There's good people in Ballyfermot. Like have a, have a, have a, yeah, they want to stay here. Yeah, would you charge them? And I mean, no, I think. I think if I stayed not. in one of your bedrooms tonight, Cartram, would you charge me? No, I wouldn't. Nah, you let but just. You and Karen would have the big, big, the big room, big bedroom just out. Ah, that's very good. Would you charge Angela? No, I wouldn't charge Angela. Ah, jeez, I, I wouldn't charge Angela because I own the house. I don't pay rent, so I right. own my house. So, well, okay, that's very you decent know, of you. I live on my own, so. Ah, you'd be glad of the company, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. No, I'm used to my own company. Oh, yeah. I have my own ways now. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I, I was know. on your show there a while ago talking with the weed. Oh, that with the weed. That's right. You're still smoking the weed. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, five years. Ago, Angela, she, she was smoking the weed up to five years ago. She's in her seventies. Off our bicky. Oh, well, I'm seventy-six. I'm one day about. Off our bicky watching curry. <laughs> and listen, you want to see me having a bit of arthritis? I have nothing. <laughs> I'm as so fit as a fiddle. Be happy out. Yeah, she's and a, you have me out the right to why not? Yeah, she's off the weed and she's off the drink. I'm 29 years off the drink. Yeah. Wow, well done. I, off the weed as well. And I went and I, I smoked, I was smoking, I was drinking three litres of vodka per day mm-hmm. straight. God. Oh, wow. And I went to cold talk. I don't know how you still have a liver after that, Catherine. I don't know how I have a throat. I was like, it's straight. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Catherine, you're a very strong woman to do that. Yeah. Why did you come off the weed? I leave her alone. Because, uh, because simply my daughter, my two daughters, I was going to undesirables and I could have been attacked. Of course, yeah. You know. Where yeah, you were getting the source, yeah. Places. Yeah, of course. You know, so five years ago, that knocked on the head. Yeah. But going back to the hotels, I think that's, I think it's, it's greedy. I, I don't know. I mean, they pay a lot. Now, it is, there's no year. doubt, Catherine, it is greed. But greed is part of, we've seen that over the last week with RTE. Greed is, you know, part oh, of. Don't mention that. Jeez, no, I don't have a program about them. I swear to God. <laughs> thank God I get a free, te- thank God I get a free television. I used to <laughs> you wouldn't be paying for it otherwise. Uh, no way would I. I don't even put it on. Okay, there's no I doubt that greed is part of humanity and. It's not illegal, by the way, to be greedy. Um, it's, you know, it's immoral, but not illegal. So what hotels are doing well, is... very immoral. Yeah, well, what hotels are doing may be immoral, but as far as David is concerned, that's business. You know, you take the good with the bad. Like, Catherine, there are times of the year where the hotels will struggle, where they're half full, they're charging room rates, low room rates at 150, and not making any money, really. And they have to take the good with the bad. They have to let staff go, seasonal staff go, etc., etc., etc. No, 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 no. You don't no, feel sorry no, for them, really. okay? No. no, I don't. No, no I think no. it's... I mean, people that's come for concerts and all that, and the tickets, the amount they're paying for tickets, and they've travelled for, for a very long distance. And, you know, to, to pay that amount, it's unbelievable. Is it is it where, wrong? Where, 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 where is Taylor Swift from, and anyway? Where, well, where is she? She's from America. Well, would you not get to America cheaper? Yeah, and do you know what? It would. Yeah. It'd be cheaper probably to fly to Florida or something and see her. It would. And jump over a helicopter <laughs> into, a, into a big man. Fly over to Florida. Or do a Davis. Get get a boat and sail over to her. Exactly. Yeah, David's available as a skipper. He'll skipper the boat for you and Catherine. Angela, and you and Catherine can get on the boat and he'll skipper it all the way across. No alcohol allowed on the boat, by the way, can I just point out? Listen, I'm going to finish with a joke now. Okay, tell us a joke, Catherine. Go no, on, cheers, Hollow. No. It might be appropriate. Oh, Jesus. Which means it's not going to be... Are you going to tell... Are you, it's not going to be racist or anything like that, is it? Ah, no. No, it's okay. about these two gay, gay ghosts. Two gay ghosts. They put ghosts. Ghosts. Gay ghosts. Okay. <laughs> they put the willies up each other. <laughs> gay ghosts. <laughs> and they put Stop. the willies up I each other. I get it. I get it. I get it, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> 
know. Yeah, but the willies up you. I know. David, just going back before we go to the break. So people are texting in. David hasn't got a clue. He's obviously never been ripped off by a hotel if he's justifying it by saying it's just business. But I mean, David, it's the same thing, I suppose, with airlines. It's true. I haven't been ripped off. Last time I stayed in a hotel, I, um, I said before I came on, was 2015 out in Italy. And it was fantastic. Um, I was out there for 10 days with my daughter, riding um, 350 acres in this gorgeous little hotel. I do laggy. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> it was it's absolutely magnificent. You yeah. could, walking through the corridors of that hotel between the, re- the reception and the, um, yeah. and the lunch uh, the lunch rooms, was, it, it was, it, you could just imagine Judy Dench suddenly walking against you in, in tea with, uh, sorry, uh, Maggie Smith coming against you in from tea with Mussolini. It was that sort of place. Yeah, I, I have to say the quality of hotels outside of Ireland. Now, don't get me wrong, Paris is pretty bad, right? Um, because I've been yeah. there and, and your four-star in Paris is like a two-star here. Yeah, but if you go, say, if you go to, say, you go to Las Vegas or you go to Florida, right? You know, like a three-star in Las Vegas or Florida is like a five-star here. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. If you go around Europe and you stay in any of the um, uh, any of the Hiltons, you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, you know, you know that'd be a sort of what I would call a good quality business hotel. Yeah, um, the, the the hotel Jolly in in Rome is is perfect. Yeah, I remember. Um, I went to like a four star in Paris once, and you wouldn't swing a cat in the room. You know what I mean? And yeah. there was a railway line running past the window of the hotel. Like, it was just terrible. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. The, 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 when I went to Venice. Um, well, that's a, that's we, we a dump. The, there was no stair. There was no lift. We walked up the stairs, and the only way to get into the room was you open the door of a smidge. One person went in, shut the door, got the other side of the bed, um, and then you open, open the door and you pass one bag in, pass the other bag in, and then and then I went in, <laughs> and that's how we got in. Well, I have to say, yeah. just my own personal experience, Venice is the biggest disappointment ever. Yes, yeah. my mum said that. Ever it is a ripoff because they even charge you for sitting down in a restaurant. Listen to this, Catherine. If you if you walk into like a cheap cafe, even Catherine in Venice, right? And let's just say you're buying a slice of apple pie with a bit of cream on it, right? It's like whatever, eight euro or ten euro. They'll say to you, "Would you like to sit down and eat it?" And you're looking at these empty tables and you're going, "Well, of course, I'd like to sit down and eat it." Yeah, that's another four euro, please. To sit down. Outside, it's more. And that's why you see people. I would, when I got there first, I was wondering why people in restaurants were standing up with their plates in their hands. It was to avoid paying a seating charge. It's ridiculous. Yes. My, my mom was there, and the, there's a it, the it, it, there's, there's a smell in the place of sewerage. It was wet. It was well, mind you, the time of the year it went, it was wet and cold, and there was a smell of sewerage in the place. I hated every last minute of it. Sorry, God. yeah, no, never. So I went to Saint Catherine. What do you mean, God? We we ever in Malta? No, I heard it's lovely. Oh no! I've heard it's amazing. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, I've been all over the world. Have you? Like my daughter, my daughter now is a, she works for American Holidays, and I tell her, you, I mean, you get the perks. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Malta is a beautiful country. Yeah, I believe beautiful. I believe so. I believe it is gorgeous. It's only sixteen miles by nine, but it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, but we see we have friends there, so we didn't have to pay for that. And then they come over to us, and we put them up. You know. Well, I shall give it a spin sometime, Captain Angela David. Thank you very much indeed. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Oh, what about to look at here? Um, oh, it says here. Uh, we got a lot of messages in asking when it's a full moon, and I wanted to give up a little update. That's when you see, and this is the truth, right? We talk about the full moon. You ever hear people say, "Oh, it's a full moon tonight." Because genuinely, people go a little bit bonkers. We get all the barmiest callers. I'm not saying now Catherine and, you know, and David and Angela were barmy, although they are a bit. Uh, but in saying that, we always get the barmiest callers at a certain time of the month. And I genuinely believe it's the full moon. And there is a scientific reason for that. They, it's to do with gravity. And that's why they call lunatic. The word lunatic comes from lunar, which is obviously the moon. Anyway. It was a full moon at 7.39 a.m. this morning, but the moon will still appear full tonight uh, to the casual stargazer, those who are not experts, you know, not to the trained eye, obviously. Um, July's full moon is often known as the book moon or the thunder moon. Oh, here we go. Bitch, Catherine didn't even know that. 
Did you know that, Catherine? Hey, I hadn't a clue. Yeah, all the but loonies come. All the loonies come out tonight. It's a full moon. Listen, I was I was listening to one. I, I get in Steve on, are you? <laughs> yeah, but maybe we get him on later on because the full moon will bring him out. Because I tell you, yeah, I'd be well able for him. Oh, I'd say you would. I'd say you when he has him. his joint and a few tablets ready for him, <laughs> you know, you'd be well able for him, Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. See you, bye. Yeah. So just to let everyone know, there there is that that story of the full moon which was at 7.39 this morning. So if you're looking now, it looks like a full moon, but it's not technically a full moon. It's only a full moon when it's a full moon. Last night would have been more of a full moon than tonight. But uh, yeah, it brings the loonies out. It's to do with, scientists say it's to do with gravity. That's why, of course, the tides change every month as well, which is to do with the lunar cycle and the lunar gravity and all that kind of carry on. But it, it's to do with the way gravity moves your brain and moves the cells in your brain. It's, it is true, truthful, honestly. It's like when you lack when you don't have enough oxygen, for example, and you don't produce enough oxygen, you go a bit barmy. Well, the moon does that to you as well; it makes you a bit barmy. That's where the whole werewolf thing came from years ago. That people will turn into wolves uh, when there's a full moon. It came from obviously the notion that people got angry or mad when the moon came out. Ireland's classic hits radio. All right, we're basing this kind of conversation on an email we got, but 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 I don't need an email as such because really we know it's a common problem. We get a lot of emails in relation to this. That every time there's an event or a gig on, hotels put their prices up. And it's ridiculous. And I'm looking at some of the prices online. Actually, hold on, I just made them up here. Hang on. And I'm looking like at a bed and breakfast. Let me see. Hmm, I don't see. There's a bed and breakfast there, right? And, and it looks like a reasonably shitty bed and breakfast, actually. It was 745 for one night for one person. Well, that's for the room. I suppose you could squeeze two people into it if you wanted to. Um, which, is, which is a rip-off. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But here's the thing. Why are you all so surprised? It happens all of the time. It's been happening since before COVID. It's more expensive now, but it's still happening. They do it all of the time. And they can do it more now because there's less rooms available in the country. Because as you all know, this is the summer. Of course, we've more tourism. There's less rooms because of that. There's less rooms because of refugee crisis and we have a lot of accommodation being used. It's the laws of supply and demand. As I said, the airlines do the same thing. Come school time when your kids have to go and get a uniform, they do the same thing. The books for school, they do the same thing because it's a limited type of book that you have to get from a limited amount of places. Again, it's the laws of supply and demand. The property market houses have doubled now what they were 10 years ago because there's less of them to sell. That's just the law. That are not the law. That's just the rules and the, the way the economy works and the way economics works and finance works. It's not a big surprise to people, but yet we complain about it every time. And the only way to solve it is you don't pay for it. So they say you vote with your feet. So if everybody turned around and said, well, we're not paying that, the hotels would have to sell them cheaper because they'd be stuck with all the rooms. But nobody's going to do that because people want it and they're willing to pay it. And if they're willing to pay it, as David said before the break, well, they just charge it. It's price gouging. That's what it is. There's no doubt about that. There's no way out of that. But the, as I said, the argument again is that during the bad times, when it's not busy, you know, those winter months or the November and February, for example, apart from obviously Valentine's, when hotels are not busy, they charge under what they regularly charge. So let me just go to Sarah if I can. Sarah, how are you doing? How's it going, Ryan? How are you? Now, Sarah, I, I'm not justifying hotels charging this amount of money. It's a ripoff. But in saying that, why are people surprised by this? Well, see the way you were at the same there, now, like, like it just came to me there. If that is the case, then they're balancing themselves out throughout the year, then. No, yeah, that's what they do. Like, if, yeah. Yeah, well, if that is the case, what's the big deal? It's the same with the airlines. You you take Ryanair flights, right? And a non-busy time, they're selling flights off for 20 quid or whatever, plus then you have to pay your taxes and you have to pay your luggage and all that kind of carry on. But either way, it's cheap, right? And you get on the mm-hmm. plane and there's only 15 people on the plane. It's hardly worth, they're actually losing money. But they, they do it to keep the schedule right and to keep that plane going out on time every time, right? Erlingus do the same thing. So what they do then is when the busy time, when it's a bank holiday weekend or it's holiday season in August or whatever it is, when people really want to use them, they charge you four times as much because they know they'll get it. The flight will be full and they make up for the losses they made in February. That's the way. And by the way, they have to make money. That's the way they do it. Well, that's business. That's part of business. Yeah. Now, I'm not justifying it. It's a a ripoff. I'm not saying particularly Ryanair or Erlingus. But generally speaking, you know, the whole idea of that to the general public seems like a ripoff. Right. 
we have that end of things, right? And I think the majority of people understand that, right? But for a gig, come on, for a concert. Like, is there something wrong with people paying that price in the first place? Personally, I believe there is something wrong with people who pay. Well, there would be. Yeah, if you, paid, if you pay 800 quid for a room to go and see, it just for, so you can stay the night to see Taylor Swift, I think there's something mentally wrong with you. Well, I know they not so long ago I was at the book in a hotel for the gig and the gig was cancelled, but, like, there was, a, there was no cancellation for you or anything like that. Yeah. I was just saying, like, the gig was going to be at another date, which is still, like, to be in contact with email. And then the gig was rescheduled, and I says, yeah, okay, book the room. I didn't have to pay a penny. And if they cancelled the gig again, like, I didn't have to pay. There was no penalties. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a major, well, I wouldn't even call your one a major. I'd rather listen to pigs squealing in deep pain than listen to <laughs> Taylor Swift, like... Yeah, but like, I'd rather gouge like, my eyes out and drink a gallon of my own urine than listen to Taylor Swift. But how, whatever, yeah. Well, I think we all got together that had the same feelings of that. We'd actually come up with a good band that we wouldn't have to. People wouldn't have to pay themselves. Yeah. But in fairness, no, it's just it's insane. But like, you had the arcade monkey guy, like there, him with his bronchi had bronchi there last week. Who the arcade and monkey? It, uh, who? Yeah, the, the Arctic guy, monkey. Uh, the, yeah, right. That's that's me. Like I'm dyslexic or whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay. And what, one, one of them had bronchitis and he, he cancelled the gig, did he? Yeah, he cancelled the gig, right? And so like then he had to play glass. Glastonbury, I can't remember. Glastonbury, yeah. My pronunciation is straight, yeah, right? Yeah, it is about Glastonbury. Anyway, yeah, right. well, yeah, we know what but it he is. He did grow up, he did grow up and sing a song, right? But in the town that he was supposed to play in, in Ireland, like, like, he had all the posts that he had up in that town was like, we're having a major um, sort of get-together tonight and, you know, special discounts on foods and meals that they're at their ordering in. X amount of stuff because of this concert. Of course, and yeah. thousands, like. Yeah, of course. I imagine, yeah, they would lose out if the gig is cancelled because all those restaurants would have ordered in more food, all the hotels would have ordered in more food. Yeah, so they would lose out. Of course they would. But stay there for a second. Let me go to Damien. Damien, how are you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you doing? Damien, I agree with Sarah Jane. It's terrible, but that's business. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. It's business, all right. Like, But I mean... I think that the point I sent in and the text was that I know a lot of friends of mine even recently that have gone out foreign to see to see gigs. Yeah. You know, because it's been cheaper than to, to see, see them in Ireland. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think they're shooting themselves in the foot a bit because more and more people are going to start doing it. Yeah, well, look, it's well known at this stage, like London, like Paris, Ireland has become, well, Dublin in particular, has become extremely expensive. And Cork, by the way, for that matter. But they've become extremely expensive. Actually, too expensive. Yeah, but, but Niall, have to not yeah, put a cap, though, with well. regards to the tickets. Sorry, and selling the tickets. Like, didn't you do something about that because people were looking for X amount of money for tickets for certain gigs? Well, no, they, they, they brought in a law that they, you're not allowed to, um, what's, the, what's the, the word they used to use when people used to buy loads of tickets and sell them? The touts, touts. There's no, oh. touting is illegal now in Ireland, yeah. Although, yeah, mind, you, mind you, the ticket companies themselves tout online either way. Uh, but, but that's beside the point. But touting is technically illegal, but that's not going to stop the, the accommodation problem. But, but hang on, Damien, you know, you're kind of saying to me that it's terrible, but it is business. But then again, it is terrible because it's price gouging. So there's price inflation, which is normal business to inflate when times are good, but then you've gouging, which is just ripping people off completely. All ripping off is I, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, I understand certain times of the year, especially in summertime, hotels tend to put prices up a bit anyway, and that's I suppose that happens every place. But for concerts, I don't agree with it at all because I'm looking. I'm looking online here. Bed and breakfast for that date, by the way, 29th of June next year, right? Bed and breakfast for one, and it's now it's a nice enough bed and breakfast. It's a it's a you know a double bedroom. It's a nice room. I won't tell you which hotel it is, right? It's not a five star by any stretch of the imagination. Eight hundred and forty for one night. Oh, sweet Christ! And you're not even going to be there for the day. Like, yeah, you don't even get you don't even get your dinner for that, like. That's what I was going to say. It's a disgrace. We'll probably end up, what, five, five, six hours max inside in it. Right, well, you're just going to sleep in it, really. That's all you're going to That's do. All, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to throw your luggage in at five o'clock, go to the gig, and then sleep in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Would you be better off buying a tent? That's the way I look. And sleeping in Phoenix Park. No, seriously, we're in the meant to build this big project there beside the O2. Like, what happens to that contract? Yeah. They're supposed to build something there, right? Now, in fairness now, right, like, you have a big concert like that, right? And it's the likes, like, you have Slane as well. The amount of money the lads get, right, for using their fields for car parks, they could easily do the same for the likes of people coming to concerts and saying, right, you can put a tent down there. And it's not going to cost yeah. you as much. And Good people idea. be more happier and have more respect. Stay there. Well, stay there. Let me go to Alan as well. Alan, how are you doing? Nice, everything. How are you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic. It's radio. Alan, is it a disgrace or is that just business? Um, uh, welcome to Ireland. And why would you be surprised? Mm. Um, but what the politicians are getting great miles out of this now because they're all on TV and radio saying how, oh, how bad it is when they're the ones that have caused it. Uh, they're housing every time they can hurry, which is cut the hotel rooms in the country down to down to half. Of Sixty more. well, forty percent of hotel rooms I think yeah. are used at this stage. Yeah, by, for accommodation. Of course, hotels, hotels are going through this. This is what hotels do. It's, it's price surging. What to do? But what will Irish people do? They'll shut their face, and the next time there's a beef in the hotel, they go stay in the hotel. Yeah. Name and shame the hotels, and people stay away from the hotels. If you really want to take but they, but they don't. Here's the thing: There's, the hotels have been named and shamed in the past on radio, on TV, in these stories. But people still go the next year. They still, they still go there. It's because Irish people have memories like a fish. That's the problem. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like it's national it's insomnia, it's isn't it? Memories like a fish. No, I, I remember one year, right? I used to always, right, three or four times a year, right? I'd go up to Galway, right? And I'd go to Carrow, and then I'd just do me rounds and around Galway, right? And we used to always say, right in front of Salt Hill, right, in the White House. It was a lovely B&B, right? And the lad that owned it, right? The family that owned it. Now, before we go any further, you're not going to say anything bad about them, are you? Because you've just mentioned them. No, Jesus, no, because... No, 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 it's just that you've already mentioned them now at this stage. But go on. Okay, so it's all good. No, no, no. I swear to God, 100%, I'd recommend them to anybody, right? But it was the week, right, of the horse racing, right? And, like, I'm not a major fan of horse racing. And, like, he just turned around and he says, listen... If you really want to stay, like, because we wanted to stay a little bit longer, like, like a week or two, like, and then um, he accommodated us further on up the road for little or nothing. Right, okay, I get you. But the room that we were in, he, he was saying, I'm going to get travel. He actually told us, like. Well, he's, well yeah, but, he's, but that's just business, isn't it? Exactly. He's every right to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's. That's business, like. Hmm. You're not going to miss out on an opportunity. No, you won't miss out on an opportunity. Going, well, nobody would. Yeah, we're all quite exactly. happy. We're all quite happy to make an extra book if we can. But the only thing I will say is, Alan, you know, as much as I agree with you in relation to the laws of supply and demand, and I agree with Damien and I agree with Sarah, it is extortionate. It's like, you know, yeah. we, we could charge three times more, but you're to heck with it. We'll charge five times more for the crack. Should they pay it anyway? Yeah. They're tick. <laughs> This is typical behaviour in this country, right? And they don't get penalised for it. Mm. Yes, they get rewarded. But how you can't penalise people because legally speaking, it's a free market. Well, you can bring in max pricing if you need to, mm. uh, especially around events. If anyone goes above ten percent or twenty percent on, on a given time when there's an event on, I went to the European Cup final this year in Dublin, and a year out, hotels had tripled their prices a year out without knowing who would be in the final. Mm. That's what that's what hotels do. They're looking at events the whole time. They're seeing what's coming up and they're just whacking the prices up because they know someone will pay it. Yeah. But I think the government can step in and say, okay, on a concert night, you cannot increase your price by more than 10%. But our politicians won't do that. That's the problem because they lack backbone and actually doing things correctly for Irish people. They'd rather have them price gouging. They'd rather go on TV, on radio, and get their free publicity for themselves. Same with the RTE crap. Every politician says, isn't it bad, isn't it bad? Like, laughable. But yet, we've not got a report of going to do a decent job and actually ask these people questions. The same with this nonsense. Well, I, well, hang on. I was saying earlier on, it's a rip-off of Manhattan as well. One person who will verify that for me is Michael, who's actually in New York at the moment. Michael, how are you doing? Nice to have you on the show again. Hi, Michael. Hi, Neil. How are you? Good. Yeah, well, Manhattan is a rip-off. A complete and utter rip-off. Uh, and everybody's aware oh, of that. Sure. I imagine in New York, they're all aware of that. Yeah, and even the size of the room is half the size of the room because when they build these hotels or turn buildings into hotels, they just try to use as much square feet as, or the, the least amount of square feet as possible. 
per hotel room. So it's it's not even a comfortable stay for the price that you're paying. No, no. It's a box with a wardrobe and a bed. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. And not only that, the restaurants, you know, will charge you twice as much as you'll pay, you know, out in the suburbs or if you went to Florida, for example, because it's Manhattan. I remember even buying a packet of cigarettes in Manhattan, and this is five years ago, and it was like $20 off one of these uh, guys at the side of the road. You know, the, the kind of vans that you see at the side of the road. So they charge yeah. what they, they I think they just look at you and go, tourist, charge them as much as they can. Well, I oh, was in Beijing and I paid 55 cents for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> 55 cents in Beijing. You should have brought me back a lot. It was like dust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Michael, so is it fair game for hotels or airlines or whatever business it is when business is good to charge more? I do think that it is fair game. Like I, like I said in the message that I sent in, like anytime people talk about, you know, going over to Ireland and stuff that have never been... I always tell them, unless you're going for like a specific event, go in the off season because the flights are so much cheaper, accommodation might be a little bit less, and the climate's not all that much different. If you were to go, it's a bit colder in the winter, but it's not, you're not, it's not snowing every day. So I always tell people that. But the likes of concerts and stuff, as one of your callers said, I do think that there should be a cap maybe up to three times their average night. The rate card, yeah. They, could they call it the rate card, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think something like that would be would be. That, much well, that's more a, fair, that's fair I yeah. Hmm. I don't know if this is true. I saw on Facebook there, was there an Airbnb that went up for like 20,000 euro for the night of the Taylor Swift concert? It's quite possible. I, I did last year yeah. when, when well, that other clown was, Gar Brooks was in town, there was a guy who had a spare room in his house. He happened to live in a two-bed apartment in the city somewhere, and he was renting out the spare room for one night, which had a bunk bed in it for 1800 for one night. And I bet some... Clown paid us. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some idiot paid it. And it was literally just a room with a bunk bed in it. You know, it was probably right. like a utility room before that or something. I don't know. It was right. like... Yeah. I don't even think there was a sink or a shower in it or anything. Just a bed, a bunk bed. Just a place to stay, yeah. 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 Probably used it to keep his laundry in before he rented it out that night, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, it said, let me get rid of this, put a bit of paint on the wall and yeah. <laughs> and rent it out for the day. Yeah, yeah, a lamp on the side of the room. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's 1,800 quid. Happy days if you can do yep. it. Yeah, so you think there should be a cap of, say, three times what the the normal rate card for the room. So the normal rate card for an average hotel yeah. in Dublin is probably 150. So three times that would be 450. So that would be kind of high enough, unless it's a five-star hotel, of course. Yeah, it is still a bit high. But then g- given how many hotel rooms there is and how many people are going to be coming up, you know, you could understand how the demand would be high. Because it's not just the concert goers. It's just it's, it's the tourists, the business travelers. It's all, all kinds of people that are trying yeah. to get a, a night stay too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stay there. Let me just take one more before the break. Have I got time? Yeah, quick, very quick. Ria. Hi, Ria. Hi, how are you? Good. Now, Ria, <laughs> Excuse you, my English because uh, I'm Greek. So That's my okay. Is Your English perfect. is perfect, Ria. Perfect. <laughs> so, Ria, you have a story for so, me. Go on. Go with your story. Yeah, I wanted to go for five days in Kerry because okay. I saw it on the internet. It looked nice. So I said to my kids, oh, we'll go there. Beautiful. Yeah. And then I was trying to find some place to to stay for the night and for five days, you know, and it was like 200 euros for the three of us. For the five days? No, for each night. Oh, for each night. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I said to my kids, okay, if I pay 200 euros only to, to sleep on a bed, yeah. <laughs> have some breakfast, yeah. and then we have to, to check some places and uh, pay for the petrol to go there yeah. and maybe a museum, or a museum or something like that, you know. How much money do I have to spend for the day for two kids? For food. It's like a disaster. Yeah, you yeah know. it'd be cheaper to go to Greece. My kids, because my, yeah, it's cheaper, of course, because the tickets for Greece, for each of us, for any, for each, each one of us, it's like uh, 400 euros to go back and forth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, go to we, Greece. We, we much, go, much, much, we much better go, weather. <laughs> yeah, of course. We will go to Greece, but 
you know, we, we instead we started to explore, you know, what's in the near like two hours or three hours drive. No, three hours, yeah. two hours and a half driving. Like we went to Cork and we spent the whole day there. Yeah. And uh, we end up uh, at our house at midnight. But it's fun because we went to our house and we used this money, you know, this 200 or 300 euros. We saw the Cobb Island. We saw we ate in a good restaurant. You know, we saw places there, and then we went back because it, I couldn't afford it. Really, no, well, you can't. It's hard. It's kind of hard to justify two hundred quid just because, to sleep. Yeah, because my kids are sixteen and a half and five, uh, fifteen, and they consider them as adults. You know, they didn't say that. Oh, these are kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, these are the, the, my what, kids what's are, it, what's an adult over twelve? Is this is an adult? Yeah. So yeah, they're above twelve. So yeah, it's three adults, three two hundred euros. That was the the least, the most. Um, and you know what? Thing Ria, sorry for interrupting, you, but the sad part about it is Kerry is a beautiful place. Uh, yeah, I will go. I I wish. Uh, okay, maybe I'll go someday. But you know something? What amazed me here in Ireland is that it's not a summer uh, spot. You know, you don't say you are in Greece and you say, oh, yeah, I'll go in Ireland for the summer. You yeah, don't go in Ireland for the summer. Yeah. Okay, it's not summer vacation place. No. Okay, but it's so, so expensive. Really. Yeah. Unreal. No, and, it is. Uh, we, we're, pr- we're pricing ourselves out of the tourist market. Tourists, and the problem is, if you rip off tourists, they go back to Greece or America or wherever it is, and they tell their friends, yeah. Ireland is a rip-off. And that discourages people from coming here. So it's not good for business. Ria, I'm sorry I've run out of time. Michael to Alan, thank you very much indeed. After breaking, I'll be talking to a girl who fell in love with an AI robot. Uh, the other thing as well is, Taylor Swift, by the way, has a message for all of you that I need to play because it's very important. This is what Taylor says. Someday I'll be living in a big old city. I'm sure you will. With all the money you have. Oh, stop. Don't forget to know. Oh, I'd rather. I swear I couldn't go see two hours of that. It's not cop country. It's not pop. I don't know what it is. I can't even describe it. Oh, shut up, Taylor. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.